today during Rated RPG. Blammo! It's Combat Log! New from Blammo, come and get you! Combat Log and out of From Blammo! New from Blammo, Rated RPG stream. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and barts, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons & Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Hey, everybody! What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's begin. As you peek into the room, you do not see any more demons pouring forth from that portal. At least not yet. Not yet. But they are being spawned as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What'd you say? I need to get a giant magnet to pick up all my balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do we know about these portals and how to close them? You can make a religion or arcana check, your choice. I love a good religion check. Once an hour. Okay. It's pretty good roll. Anybody else want to roll a religion or arcana check? Yeah. Wait, I want to roll yeah, an arcana check. Forget my religion check. Okay. There we go. Well, it's the same one. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. Okay, so you guys, despite your impressive roll hey! here. Oh, Brad wow. figured it out. 19. Okay, so it makes sense being a planar warrior. So you guys kind of look at this portal and you you say, well, we, we don't think there actually is a way to close the portal. At least not that you have access to. Closing a portal like this would require very powerful magic of some kind that you don't have any access to. However, as you are sort of like taking in the whole scene, Koslo and Glubjag, you guys sort of pay a little bit of attention to Ravenguard as you're assessing the situation. And you realize that what is happening with him is he is struggling. Basically, there's a battle taking place within his mind. And it appears to be between some sort of divine higher power and some sort of terrible, powerful, demonic entity. And this battle taking place in his mind has caused him to essentially be stunned. He cannot do anything aside from just participate in this psychic struggle. You can only imagine the horrors that he must be experiencing while this is happening. And you, you theorize that it's possible that if you can figure out a way to break the helm's hold over him, that that might weaken or possibly close the demonic portal but there's no certainty that that will happen. Guys, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. I pull out the Torm holy symbol out of my pocket, and I walk over to him. Is he facing my direction, or is he facing the portal? He's facing the portal. I touch the, the holy symbol to the helmet, mm-hmm. and I say, In the name of Torm, release this man from... He's agony. Okay, make a uh, religion check. I'll give you advantage on this as well. Got it. Mm. Oh, sweet okay. Jesus. Ten. You and Torm. You and Torm, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he says the word Torm, it just invokes bad die rolls. 
believe it or not, that's actually good enough for you to realize that there is you pick up on a very small effect that occurs when you when you say this prayer. He appears to when he is speaking in his abyssal language, he appears to wince a little bit at the touch of your holy symbol. And you notice that because of your incredibly high passive perception. So there, there's a thought that kind of comes to your mind as your prayer ends and it doesn't seem to have much of an effect. You think possibly that he could be possessed, which would mean that an exorcism might be the key here. And that would require a trained exorcist. Take him out of here. Let's get him, get him hold on, hold on. I can cast protection from evil and good on him, which makes him immune to possession, but if he's already possessed by a creature, it has advantage on new saving throws. Like it. Probably worth a shot. How long does that last? It's true. I say a, a holy last prayer day. with a vicious. Or no, last, um, day, okay. last ten minutes. Okay. So, so that might actually be good for during the exorcism process, because you know, if, knowing so this we're talking meta here, but you know your characters would have a little bit better like in-world understanding of how this might work. But meta speaking, if the exorcism grants him extra saving throws. If you gave him protection from good and evil while that was happening, that could boost his saving throw chances of recovering. Great. Should we get him up to the Lathander Cathedral or take him all the way back to the Torm altar? We have oh, better luck uh, at the mirror. What about that? What about that, like, remember that preserved body or whatever? Oh! Yeah. That wouldn't help, yeah. would it? With the sword I have? Yeah. Because wonder, my shield's afraid of that. Doesn't like it. I wonder if Race can perform a, an exorcism. Could I try to summon Leander with with a holy spirit message? Like if if I put hands of God on him. <laughs> so are you attempting basically to do like a prayer or cast a spell or something? Yeah, I I'd wanna do a prayer like maybe if we go took him back to that mirror where we got the bow from and i'll touch the mirror and then touch his forehead and put the holy ghost into him that's so yeah that, that'd be kind of like that'd be another like religion check trying to praise lathander enough so that he might notice you and do your bidding i mean you, nothing's stopping you from trying that I mean, what's the worst that can happen if you try that? And it doesn't work, right? Yeah, let's right. do it. Let's take him. Grab him. Let's pick him up and we're going to take him to the holy mirror. Uh, <laughs> I want everybody to make uh, just a regular old intelligence check. Uh, Don't worry, this isn't anything bad. Oh! Nice. Oh, the Lord flows through me. <laughs> okay, so... The only one who remembers this is race. Maybe because you, you you try to remember like subtle things that people say in case you ever want to like get them in the sack. You know, it's really nice to remember the little bits of information. That's what really kind of makes people impressed. Yeah, shows you care. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, it makes it easier to insult them. But there's a part of you that remembers that back when you found that big group of people in the basement of the church, there was one priestess 
who introduced herself and was the one who was sort of running the whole place. And you can't really remember her name, but you remember that she offhandedly mentioned that she was new and that she was an exorcist, had training in exorcisms. Ah, uh, there we go. Okay. Ah! Yeah. Great. Uh, grab him quick and get out of here before more demons come through. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck it. We can't close the portal. Let's get him. Guys, there's an exorcist woman who saved my life. We should try to take him to her. Easy. Yeah, she did. She was the one who saved your life. All right. I'm Love just... Jag. You're big. Grab him. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to gather up your tokens here and move you over to the other map. Also, as you guys are sort of gathering a Raven Guard, Koslo, you notice that there are a couple of spell scrolls that uh, are partially submerged in water and you kind of like rescue them from the clutches of a dead man and realize that there are a couple of magical scrolls that might help you out. Um, oh yeah, we should search those bodies, sure. Yeah, you search the bodies and they're carrying non-magical equipment. Most of it is kind of ruined at this point. But the only thing you, you find that really is useful are those spell scrolls. Well, he takes his them. Precious. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's move you over to... And, and where are you guys going to go? You're going to go directly to the exorcist, or are you going to try the thing with the window, the stained glass window that... I think directly to the exorcist. Yeah, let's just hit the exorcist. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you guys make it back up to the catacombs of the High Cathedral here. High Hall Cathedral. Yeah, the High Cathedral. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Joe Rogan approaches you. I mean... Uh... <laughs> the Joe Rogan Experience. Let me just stop you right here. If you say like one more time, my f***ing head's going to explode. Offers DMT. Heck yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this video of this raccoon? They get a kind of thing. What man? If you're a raccoon, you don't need to get vaccinated. <laughs> oh, man. All right. And so this priestess, Faria, she approaches you as you guys are carrying the, like, screaming and, like, obviously possessed body of an older raven guard. And you see people, because this place is, is filled with people that are all, all like dirty and starving and terrified. As you guys sort of like come in through this secret entrance, they kind of like huddle even closer together and try to get as far away as, as the terrible sounds of the abyssal language starts to grate at them. In fact, the children that are around start crying just at the sounds of it. And Faria runs up to you and says, you, you've done it, you've, you found him, but... What's what's wrong with him? Well, so you know how when you have too much ale and then you get a real bad headache, he's got that with a helmet that's trying to take possession of his body. You you're an exorcist, right? Because we need the hand of God right now. Uh, yes, I I I have dabbled in exorcism. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a very well accomplished exorcist, but I, that that is what I have my training in. Yes. Um. Oh dear, this is bad. She kind of looks over him and puts her hand on his skin to sort of feel like, you know, his temperature and his pulse. And she says, his his pulse is very weak. He must be incredibly malnourished. He he may die soon. We, we must try something. Okay, upstairs, there is a, there is an altar to Torm. 
However, the, the last I saw it had been defiled and defaced by the devils and demons wandering up there. You must go up there and you must clear that altar so that we can use it for this ritual. Hey, we already did that. We did that already. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Well, well, perfect. All right, excellent. That that will buy him some time. All right. Well, then, uh, yes. Let's let's go up there and and oh, we're gonna need something. We're gonna need we're gonna need something powerful. Uh, a symbol, a symbol of self sacrifice. That uh, sword. Get that sword out that you had. Hey, what about this? Oh, uh, the, wait. Did you did you take that from the uh, the grave of the unknown soldier? Yeah, it sounds like we borrowed. Yeah, we knew we needed. Well, that's that's amazing. You knew you were gonna need to clear that altar, and you knew you were gonna need this sword. Oh my gosh! I I just did it to piss off the shield, but okay. I don't I don't understand what that means, but this is clearly divine providence. Uh, All right. Well, yes. uh, Well, when you are ready, we can we can go and, and do this ritual. But I must warn you. I do not know what will happen when we undertake this ritual. He seems to be possessed by a powerful spirit or a powerful demon. Um, th- there could be things that go wrong. So you need to be prepared for any and all possibilities. Uh, okay. Um, uh, uh, how do we have enough time to like sleep for eight hours? Is he going to be okay? She looks at him and she's like, well, like... I, I I can I think I can get some water down his throat and and uh, I, I stabilize think, him. Yeah, I think eight hours he should be able to make it. He is a tough man. I could cast cure wounds on him if it helps, or lesser restoration if it helps. Uh, sadly, that won't help. He he. The reason why he is dying is a lack of nutrition. Um, and, well, I wish I had some good berries for him, but I don't have that one prepared. You know how that goes. <laughs> That would be perfect. Yes. I ate them all. Well, I, I think if you can, if you can uh, rest up and recover yourself, maybe give him some good berries. We can do this uh, this exorcism in the morning. All right. We'll do it. That time, baby. Let's do it. Power nap. Woo. Let's, let's go back to that lounge. <laughs> so I can get my ball bearings. <laughs> all right. So, uh, oh, oh my. God, I totally forgot something. <gasps> we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go backsies. A little bit backsies. This is this is a vision. This is this was this whole encounter was a vision that you guys had, okay? Because something happens before you make it here. Oh, how did I, how did I forget this? This is so important. Oh um, no, I know. So. Yeah, this is what we get. Mm, we are going to go back to the future. The, yeah, the future. Ah! The the cemetery. So <sighs> you guys come up the stairs in the cemetery. Hey, I'm 12. Uh, that was funny. We came up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who's waiting for you at the top of the stairs? Hello? Uh, who? What? Oh, Lulu? that guy! That, oh no, <laughs> not no, Lulu. that guy that, that we made a deal with. <laughs> yes, good old Gideon Lightword is there. I remember him. Unbearable. Yeah. So you guys are carrying 
Raven guard up the stairs. So we obviously know that we make it out of here alive, guys. So we can just do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> there are multiple timelines. <laughs> well, that's a good point. We better be careful. <laughs> yeah, this is the the D and D cinematic Marvel verse or whatever. <laughs> So as you guys walk up the stairs, Gideon, the undead necromancer priest, whose entire thing, like the only, like this would be if he was on Tinder, this would be in the about me section, would be like the only thing written there, which is I fucking hate demons. <laughs> he hears the abyssal racket coming out of Ravenguard's mouth. And as you guys reach the top of the stairs, he says, what are you doing? What is this? Are you in league with the demons after all? As he points his gnarled undead finger at you. And you can see like the evil necrotic and erotic energies flaring to life in his eyes. What do you do? Baby, baby, listen, listen. I get you have this thing where you don't like undead, but this guy right here is very important. I love undead. Gonna... I am an undead. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, baby. You know I'm off the hail right now, but listen to me. Listen, we have to get this off of him so he can survive and we can destroy the demon inside of me without having to sacrifice someone who's so important to our mortgage situation about this house back home. So I need you to just please let us take him, get him exercised, and we'll kill the shit out the demon ASAP, no problem. I believe me. Please believe me. Ooh. It's a really nice house. <laughs> <laughs> really nice house, dude. You should just see the fucking square footage. It's crazy. All right. Well, I need you to roll a persuasion check. Uh oh. <laughs> come on. Come on. Oh, give me a give it, give it, give it, give it. I hit it. Ah! Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, baby. Okay. Woo. Damn. Whew. All right. So, even though you said a lot of words really fast, the main thing <laughs> that he took away from it is that Ravenguard is possessed by a demon and you plan on exercising and killing said demon. And he sort of hesitantly lowers his undead palm and you see the sort of necrotic energy sort of like subdue a little bit in his eyes and he says, fine, you may pass, but if I find out that you were lying to me, I will send an army of skeletons so vast that it will blot out the sun. And uh, he shuffles away. Dude needs Thanks. to take it. Dude needs to take a chill pill. Yeah, he need, He needs to get laid. Yeah, yes, I think seriously. so. <laughs> All right, so you guys didn't have to fight him again. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right, so that happened. Then you guys came into the catacombs, had the discussion with Faria. All right, so you guys, after a long, exhausting day of getting impaled by minotaur skeletons and real minotaurs and touched by goofy specters, you guys rest up, so go ahead and restore your hit points and recover half of your hit dice. I would like to pick up my ball bearings during that. Sure, yes, you pick up all, <laughs> all your right. ball bearings, no problem. Maybe oh, okay. that's when Gideon asks you about the wardrobe and the curtain. <laughs> Does a club jig like roll around on the ball bearings a little bit, like massage his back and stuff? <laughs> you know? All right, so I know that both Coslo and Bobby, you prepare your spells every day. So if either of you want to swap out your spells, 
Now be the time to think about that. Hmm. Well, we know that there's a demon inside this guy. Yeah. I think I might change a spell. Oh yeah. Which one? Well, don't really. I don't think we're ever going to use my uh, rope trick spell, so I want to try to find something to replace it with second level. Race is fully cured. Kozlo yeah. is yeah. not. Oh, if you're doing a long rest, then your 24 hours definitely has come. Okay. So we are going to need to do that effect of mummy rot, which I honestly forget what that oh, is. Oh, spells you found in the water. What were those? I'll look it up. Ah, right. You found a scroll of mess healing word and a scroll of tongues. You can only use scrolls if the spell is on your class spell list. So I, I don't know if tongues is... Tongues might be on the artificer list, maybe. Not on uh, Druid. Yeah. Mass healing word I don't think is on anyone's list. But, you know, it's on the list of Faria and any other NPCs you might come across that are like clerics or whatever could potentially use those scrolls on you. Or you could also, you know, save it and sell it eventually. Okay. So the curse target can't regain hit points and its hit point maximum decreases by... 3d6 for every 24 hours. <gasps> oh, that's my max. My max is still 32. Oh, okay. So my right. current hit points can't increase. My current hit points are nine, but I still have a hit point max of 36. Okay. So this will not kill you. <laughs> Thank oh. God. I, was so like... I, have like, I have like 36 hours minimum. Yeah. All right, well, your max hit points is now nine less than it was yesterday. Uh, 27. Back to you, Emery. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing um, about having no ability to regain hit points is that I don't, I haven't used any of my hit dice. So <laughs> I got yeah. that going for me. Okay. I have added a new spell to my repertoire and replaced the rope trick. Okay, cool, cool, cool. What was it that you took? Uh, Enhance ability, which will help uh, us with any type of saving throw. Give us advantage on any saving throw that we want. Um, we also have that too if we need a backup. It doesn't give advantage on saving throws. It gives <laughs> advantage on ability checks and then oh. and then other things. So, right. so enhance ability is a good spell if you feel like somebody's going to be having to make skill checks. Like, for example... If you knew you were going to have to make a diplomacy check, you know, because Gideon, you know, for example, you'd be cast yeah. enhance ability on race, and then he has advantage on all his deception checks, all his persuasion checks, every check that has to do with charisma. There's also the endurance gives you uh, 2d6 temporary hit points, so that's pretty oh, cool. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. It it'll is, be, it's it'll be more useful than climbing up into a vortex in the middle of the ceiling. Yeah. Okay, Cool. <laughs> So after your rest, you guys wake up and you, you heard Raven Guard sort, sort of like screaming all through the night. And you, you have to imagine like how messed up his uh, throat and vocal cords are going to be after this whole ordeal. And Faria sort of gathers her holy symbol and various vials of holy water and other sort of like texts that she is going to use as reference for this ritual. And uh, once everybody is sort of ready, she gathers you all together and you ascend up into the upper levels of the cathedral. So, 
Gonna move you guys over to that map. All right, so you are standing before the formerly profaned altar to Torm, right here, which you've cleaned up. There's no actual blood on there anymore. I know it looks like it's covered in filth, but it's not. And uh, Faria kind of guides you, Glubjeg, to, to place Alder on the altar where he is just kind of prone and continuing to shout. And she, she asks, one of you is going to have to hold the greatsword of the uh, unknown soldier against the helm. Uh, it cannot leave contact with the helm until the ritual is over. Oh, cool. That should be no problem. Shield, you don't mind if I do that, do you? <clears throat> I don't like this at all. This is some bullshit. This won't work. <laughs> Your friend uh, Coslo's gonna die. This will all backfire. Coslo? Hmm. <laughs> well, we, I can't hear any of that, can I? No, this is all being spoken telepathically to, to Bobby. My shield says you're gonna die, Kozlo, but I don't know if we should believe him or not. Some, he gets a little overdramatic sometimes. Yeah, your shield's mom. Yeah, this ritual will do nothing but unleash hell upon you, or the abyss upon you. This exorcist is nowhere near qualified to do this. Yeah, my shield doesn't think that this lady's really uh, knows what she's doing, guys. You should destroy that sword and let me cure your friend. Yeah, maybe we should destroy the sword and let the shield cure Kozlo. No. Wait, what about Alder uh, Ravenguard? Are you gonna? Can you help him, Shield? He's beyond help. All right. You well, should rip the helmet off of his head. Oh, all right. Uh, my shield says I should rip the helmet off of his head. What do you guys think? Oh no no no! Oh, no. Very bad ideas. <laughs> well, right, well that's why I had thought of that. That's why I brought it up, you know, because I wasn't really sure it was a good idea, so. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up to the group. Yeah, you're welcome. Deal with S.H.I.E.L.D. later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Exorcist! Uh, would yes. it help if I cast protection from evil and good? I, I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know. Uh, it certainly wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you need any help, uh, you know, like, uh, doing this? Like, are you going to be making a number of, uh, checks? I, I am going to be performing the ritual. It should take about half a minute. And I will need your protection in case anything tries to interrupt this, uh, ritual. Uh, and then one of you is going to need to hold this greatsword against the helm. And uh, so the, the other three of you are going to need to protect us from whatever may come. Um, Should okay. I be the one to hold? No, I guess it'd have to be Cosmos. He has the lowest health. Well, he uh, might have to turn into an animal if a bunch of... That's true. Well, I'll tell you what I can do. If we're all going to be standing still, I can uh, cast spike growth around us. If we move... Wouldn't have hurt a little bit, but if something comes after us, if something enters and tries to get us, then it'll at least slow him down maybe a little bit. Yeah, race is the best option then. I was gonna say, could I make my giant chicken hold the greatsword for us? <laughs> Wait, can't you just like 
make anything. You could just make a giant hand. <laughs> That's true. I could just make a big ass hand. Okay. I don't see any reason why you couldn't do that. She says, as, as long as some being is holding the sword against the helm, I don't, I guess I don't care who that is. <laughs> just, just know that this is possibly going to be a traumatic experience. So. DM, DM, I have a question. Yes. Uh, is it, would it be a strength or a dexterity check to hold that sword? It's not going to be either one of those, unless something was trying to pull you away from it or whatever. Like okay. it, it should, it should be easy to just hold the sword against the helm. Okay, all right. Yeah, but again, I, uh... again she doesn't know what bad things could happen, so you just got to use your imagination. <laughs> Can well... I make a check to see if what the shield has been telling Aaron is real or if it's lying? So. That would be an insight check. And I would say, though, that the only person who could make said insight checks are people who are listening to the shield. Like, if the shield is communicating with you, you can make an mm -hmm. insight check to, to see whether you think it's being deceitful or not. Right. Okay. Could I make something like, like a religion check to see if what he's saying, if I have any knowledge of whether that would actually happen or not? Yeah, go for it. You can make okay. a religion check. Sure. 15. So you want to know whether you, based on your knowledge of what like powerful demons or devils can, can accomplish, whether you think that this shield's promise could actually come true, right? Right. So yeah, you, you, you're not a hundred percent confident, but you have definitely heard of beings of this power because apparently whatever's trapped inside of that shield is an incredibly powerful demon or devil beings of that power especially in hell can grant essentially what our wishes provided that they receive something in return they're known for making deals and giving things to mortals that are whatever that mortal desires you know what i mean but it always comes like with a downside so yeah something that powerful potentially could do what it says it's going to do I probably should have interrupted you earlier, but that's not exactly what I wanted to know. Oh, okay. I, want, I wanted to know if I knew whether trying to exercise this helm could actually cause demons to come forth. Oh, yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, so that's well, 15 on your religion, definitely. You know that in exorcisms, real exorcisms, demonic forces can definitely pour forth from the body or from, you know, can open open up small portals that briefly flash open into existence and then shut immediately. So yeah, exorcisms can definitely produce bad things. Okay. But we're not exercising the shield right now, so. <clears throat> well, the helm. Uh, oh, the, yeah, we're doing the helm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, we, this, we need to do this, right? It's really important. To get all the <laughs> leave it on them? <laughs> Seems pretty important. <laughs> yeah. Does what does he have to do with getting our house? Do we have to bring him back alive in order to get our house? Yeah, remember well, now what the deal was. Yeah, he's got to sign off on it. He's got to sign off on the deal. He's literally okay. like the president of Baldur's Gate. So. Yeah, yeah. So we need him to, <laughs> in order to get our property signed over to us legally, we need him to, you know sign the contract so we better save him can we bring him back just as a bucket of meat <laughs> <laughs> and then just move his hand for him yeah 
just animate them weekend and Bernie style. Are yeah, there is any structures or anything around here that we could set up around us? Because I'm imagining like aerial attacks, and I wonder if any of the rubble or anything could be like set up to sort of give us some sort of barrier or protection. Yeah, so there's tons of rubble, so you can, if you have any clever ideas, you can take the time to set that up. Faria does tell you that she will need to be within five feet of this altar at all times in order to do her ritual, so she can't take cover behind anything. And the person who is holding the sword will have to obviously remain five feet of the altar as well. Or and, the chicken. And if, or the chicken. Yeah. And if something is trying to, if something gets created by this ritual or drawn to the ritual, they will most likely try to stop the ritual from happening, which would mean targeting Faria and targeting whoever's holding the sword. What is this right. behind the altar? That's just a, a big old uh, statue, like rock like carving image of Torm. So you and it's can, tall? Yes. It's twenty feet tall. It's pretty pretty big. Okay. Uh do we want to try to set anything up to like protect ourselves from above or anything, or are we just gonna go for it? The ceiling of this place is really large. Really high up. Yeah. So hmm Oh I have an idea. I wanna make a little enclosure where I, we could put one of one or a, some of us could potentially run and go under if there was an aerial attack mm-hmm. is that okay. possible with the rubble yeah by fours and things stacked on you know bricks yeah so you want to make like a uh, little area that you could hide underneath yeah like right behind us in this like four okay by four space like all right are you proficient in mason's tools and have mason's tools no and no okay well you could attempt the check but it's going to be at disadvantage okay and actually you know what i can roll it in well yes i will roll your roll in secret and then you can assess the strength of your creation (laughs) afterwards okay yeah. All right. So it will be a intelligence check to make it, and you're not proficient. So we're just rolling with your intelligence. So I'm, I'm ro- very smart. I'm very smart. I can do this. Roll my die here in person. Stacking some boards on top of bricks. Okay. Oh, wait. I said disadvantage because you're not proficient and you don't have the tools. Okay. All right. So you spend an hour creating a structure. You kind of have to improvise the tools. You don't really have any, like, stuff to stick it together. So you just kind of have to, like, pile the bricks on top of each other. And, like, hopefully their their weight pressing against itself will sort of, like, keep the structure stable. And after an hour of, uh, of assembling it, you step back and you assess it. So go ahead and make a investigation check. Make an investigation check. And anybody can do this. Hey, da, 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 da. <laughs> what do you guys think of my structure? Does it protect us? All right, well, Dababi, you think it's a pretty sound uh, structure. However, yeah. Race, Coslo, and Glubjag all think that if something were to bump into this thing, it might entirely collapse, and anybody underneath it would probably take a little bit of crushing damage. But it would definitely oh. block line of sight. And, you know, if, if you were fighting a spirit that, you know, can't doesn't have any force associated with it, 
it couldn't yeah. knock it over. So. so this is, uh, uh, do you have that curtain, you guys? Can I have that curtain? I, I, I rigged the curtain, curtain up. I rigged the curtain up over to cover like the, the one side that's open. Okay. So that I, if anything with a gaze attack comes along, I can just step behind the curtain and be safe. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. This is how I protect myself from those goddamn gaze attacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where do you want this thing? I'm making it right uh, behind 10 us. By 10. I want it like right there. Yeah. All right. So one you, quick step. I'm you created a ten by ten like <laughs> lean to type of thing that will fall over if somebody bumps into it with with enough force. All right. How about this? What if I hold the sword and then I made my chicken able to fly Glubjack so he can shoot from above since it can go thirty feet up? Will that be smarter or? Then if there's spike growth around me, I'm not moving. I have a climb speed, so I can actually climb up to the ceiling and hang on it if I want, which I think I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take one of these small curtains, go up to the ceiling in the darkest place I can find, and make a little circle that I can hide in with some hammer and pecans. Okay. Then I'm going to take the part of the wire from this long curtain over here, and I'm going to attach it, like, from the wall to this statue. So that if I need to, I can slide down the wire onto the statue. Zip line. You're making a zip line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, again, this is going to require the use of tools and whatnot. Let's see. Oh, when you're done with that, we'll be sure to let you know what, what we think of it there, buddy. So you're, yeah, uh, you're, we'll you're creating a improvised zip line. So yes. a hidden area. I'm going to go ahead and roll this again. And again, nobody has any proper tools for this or... I, I do have a hammer and pitons. Oh, you do? Okay. So, all right. No disadvantage then. I'm going to roll the check. And this again is going to be... So this is an intelligence base since you're essentially having to do like complicated uh like physics and geometry and stuff like that and and uh -huh. all that so here we go gonna roll it okay so after that he sets it up again this takes about an hour so i'm assuming you could have done this like while yeah, he was doing it at the same time yeah, yeah. so go ahead and make inv investigation checks people see what you think of this construction let's see here all right waiting for Coslo, i think flip over to the page here there we go okay. all right coslo you have no earthly idea if that zipline is going to work it was pretty good buddy <laughs> <laughs> however race you sort of like tested out a little bit being ballsy and also being a little bit uh, lighter than most people you feel like it probably wouldn't break and uh you think that it's actually pretty solid Glubjeg, you're not sure if it will support your weight because you're so heavy. And Bobby, you you kind of also agree with the race. You think it will be okay, but none of you are entirely sure if it will support Glubjeg's weight. But it seems fairly fairly solid. Right on. It's looking well, good. I like it. Right. I'm hey, do you guys want to go get all those uh, metal organ pipes and rig up some sort of uh, swinging <laughs> pendulums of death? <laughs> i'm gonna draw the line so brad can you ping where the zip line starts and and ends i kind of want it to be in a you know a shadowy place this whole so place maybe... is is dark it's not lit by anything got it so maybe from like here to here 
Okay. And where is the part that's attached to the ground, and where's the part that's attached to the... So, like, it's attached to the wall over on the uh, northeast, right? And then the yes. ground over by the... Okay. No, it's attached to the top of the statue. To the top of the... Oh, to the top of the statue. So that's, like, yep. 20 feet up. So... Yeah. And then the ceiling is how high? I believe the ceiling is also 20 feet... Let's oh, so the statue see. goes right to the ceiling? Yeah, I think it goes all the way up to that top. Okay. All right, if there's a like a, a place I could stand about midway up the statue, uh, I'll make it anchored onto that. All right, so it's not connecting to the ground. So if you if right. you if you do decide to drop, you need to drop down to the ground. You're gonna either have to climb there or take some falling damage. All right, twenty feet higher than the one below it. Rooms in the cathedral are fifteen feet high. Okay. So, yeah, it's actually 15 feet. The Golden Phoenix Brigade, creators of the finest zip line since 2021. <laughs> uh, it's an old family business for Glove James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should see my trap doors. <laughs> you can see the zip line, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right, so I was wrong about the height. The room is only 15 feet high. So the the top of the zip line over here will be 15 feet high, and let's say this one is 10 feet high. Is that cool? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. All right. And then what end of the zip line are you going to be starting on? Over here. Over there. So near to that, I made this curtain uh -huh. that I on the hanging from the ceiling that I hide in. I see. Yep. Sure. That's fine. So you can go ahead and make a stealth check, and we'll use that if and when monsters appear. And Bobby, are you going to be starting in your makeshift shelter? or? Yeah, I'm going to start in my shelter behind the curtain. Everybody move yourselves into your positions. And what's the plan with the dancing object? Are we the hand? I think we're going to use a hand, right? Yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a, a hand, and it's going to be holding the sword against the helm. Is that correct? Yeah. And is it going to be, yeah. is it large sized? I, f I forget. Dancing item. I think actually you can make whatever sized item you want, right? Yeah, large or smaller. Let's make it large. Why not, man? A big ass hand? All right. Big ass hand with 40 hit points holding the greatsword against the helm. And in order to create this object and then animate it, I think you have to do two two different abilities that you have, right? The one that creates the object and then the one that anim animates it. So go ahead and mark those down. All right. Getting all this all this stuff out of the way. I think we finally have everything set up. So if everybody is ready, get in your final positions and the exorcism oh, yeah. will begin. Now there's two giant hands in, in this yeah. building. Oh, sorry. Screen froze for a second. I couldn't hear. I'm going to move back myself and... Uh, yeah, I'm a little scaredy boy. So we're gonna go here, and um, I prep out on what I have to wake up a hypnotic pattern. Oh, I can't because the name. Shit. Yeah, Dion, your connection's a little bad, so you're breaking up a little bit there. Oh no! I was saying I was going to prep a hypnotic pattern, but then it would break up the exorcism, right? Because they'd have to do a check against it. Freya. You could ready a hypnotic pattern, and then when whatever trigger happens, you know, you'll cast it. 
I'm not sure what your question is, actually. You could do it and just you could target it so that it doesn't affect your friends, probably. But you don't know, like if a, if a bunch of demons suddenly spawn next to them, you're not going to be able to target just the demons with the hypnotic pattern, you know. So it could be uh, true. could be potentially a risk. Before I go up there, I think I am going to cast protection from good and evil on him. OK, sure. So he's got protection from good and evil. Then you climb up and hide in your little curtain lookout zipline area. Bobby's hiding in his thing. Looks like Race is kind of hiding behind that thing. The dancing hand is holding the uh, sword as it's dancing. Because remember, it's always dancing. So it's it's trying its best to hold it steady against the helmet. And, oh shit! Doesn't it have this? Doesn't it have an ability that affects creatures near it? Yeah, you can increase or decrease the walking speed of creatures within ten feet of it. Oh, oh hey, we'll take that. Oh, okay, yeah. Always, always remember that. That's a, that's actually a pretty cool ability. Just grab. Do I have a lot of sight if I'm behind the Bobby's circle thing. Depends on how it's built. Does it only? Is it only covered on top, the Bobby, or is it covered on all like three of three of its sides, or what? Yeah, it's covered on all sides. Just one opening. And the opening is facing this way. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you won't be able to see anything in front of it if you're behind it. All right, I think we're finally ready for this to happen. So here we go. Faria begins to recite a prayer to Torm. And almost immediately after she begins, you see older Ravenguard sort of like shift as his head starts to violently shake back and forth and he, he begins to start screaming in the uh, abyssal language what's he saying oh saying things like stop it you bitch i will murder all of your relatives and other even worse things <laughs> things like that and then when it shifts over to torm's voice in the uh, sort of like angelic voice you know, it seems like it's he's shouting like words of encouragement, although none of you understand that language. However, a bad thing happens because Yay. I need the dancing object to make a constitution saving throw. Uh oh, just the d20. Yeah, roll d20 and it has a plus. Ooh, okay. Fucker! Why? Why my items? <laughs> All right, so the hand begins to sort of cracks begin forming in it. I'm assuming it's made of like rock or stone, and it begins to sort of crumble before your eyes, taking a bunch of damage. And you <laughs> begin to worry. It's like, oh boy, that sword is supposed to be held up against that helm for the whole I'm ritual. I'm turning into a brown bear. All right, everybody roll initiative, and then in, in your turn, you're going to be able to turn into that bear. So, wait, remember all turns. Okay, so, all right, I'm going to add you in manually now. Oh, damn it. Let me, I forgot. Hey, to nice. I so far. Oh, okay, I didn't click it. After all that, I clicked the talk. I gotcha, fam. 18.5. Race is a 16. Well, you guys all have really nice decks. Look at that. Except for, of course, the Bobby, but that's okay. What? You don't have a nice decks, do you? No, it's not nice. <laughs> what is it? It's a very I'm enjoyable deck. Yeah, of course it is. Is it your decks? I'm surprised. Uh, well, it's 14. It's not terrible. 
That's yeah, that's actually not bad for a guy who wears plate armor. It's pretty darn good. Two glowing balls of light, sort of like greenish flickering light, appear to sort of flicker into existence and rapidly start flashing and spinning towards Faria and towards the hand that is holding the sword. So initiative for those things. And initiative. And we have everybody in initiative and the initiatives are set. So here we go. So one of these glowing balls of light immediately tries to disrupt your dancing hand. And it does that by shocking it. So uh -oh. somebody oh, got to take the place of that thing. Here we go. I just make another one immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Shock. <laughs> F. Please. All right. That is a 15 to hit with. I see a 16. I see a si Oh, come on. Yeah. Lame. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> Hands off. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Demoted. <laughs> All right, Glubjack, your turn. I have a feeling these Will-O-Wisps are going to be very hard to hit. So will I get a surprise attack because they don't know I'm up there? So you will get advantage on your attack roll, but surprise attacks only happen in surprise rounds, and surprise rounds only occur when one side of the combat isn't aware that combat is happening. And right. because these things sprang into existence specifically to enter the fight, there's no surprise yeah. around. So, yeah, different than a sneak attack. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. But you do get advantage on the attack because it's not aware that you're there. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead. I guess I'll Hunter's Market. Oh, wait. No. That will actually cancel the protection from evil and good. I've been to the Hunter's Market on Saturday mornings. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how important is it, do you think, guys, for me to keep the protection evil and good on him? Probably not as important as keeping that sword on there. Okay. If there's anything so you can I, do to help that with that. I'll lift the protection from him in Hunter's Mark, this Will-O-Wisp. Okay. And then we'll try some Morning Shaft action. <laughs> Yeah. So honey, uh, Hunter's Mark this guy. I doubt that's going to work. Oh, a nine is not a hit. Nope. Nope. Second. Oh, oh dang. <laughs> All right. Well, that first shot actually was a 13, which is still not a hit because you had advantage. The second yeah. shot, however, you correct your aim. And this time the chicken goes and slams right into this glowing ball of light, critically hitting it. Oh my god, are Willow Wisps undead? They are. Son of a bitch. Oh. Yes! Uh, roll 2d6 because your hunter's mark gets the crit yep. as well. Oh, yeah, big fella. So it is 13 plus 6, so 19 plus 6, so 25 damage. Mm. Willow Wisp mm. is. Oh my god. It's dead. Yeah! <laughs> One hit. Yeah. Serious vulnerability to chickens there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that, that's... God, that's a good question. Is it like resistance to... Oh, yeah, uh, non-magical attacks, but your attacks are magical. So, you got yeah. shaft. 
<laughs> Bro, don't. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, next up is race. Apparently it's weak as shit. I want to bring back my original I'm scared spell. I want to aim a sleep where it just would hit that will-o'-wisp. Is that a possibility? Oh no, that that will-o'-wisp was surrounded by people on all sides. So. Oh, I was hoping to aim. Ooh, well, it's gonna go after the person with the highest. It's gonna go after the highest HP first. Lowest, or lowest, lowest HP. Well, I still might do it. Hey, the vibe. Are you feeling? You feeling shifty? Um, I, what are you thinking about there, Race? Because I could probably kill this thing. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> you're probably right. All right, so instead of that, I'm just going to go, <clears throat> Hey, Willow, bitch! Look at you. You're just a little circle ball. You look like Ghost Rider from the early 90s. It was a terrible show. You're a terrible villain. Kiss my ass! Owie! <laughs> oh, it's a <laughs> fail! Oops. Okay. Four points of psychic damage. These things are resistant to almost everything or immune, but guess what? They're not resistant or immune to freaking psychic damage. So <laughs> full damage. Nice. Unbelievable. Are moving anywhere, race? Yeah, I think I'm okay. Okay. The Bobby. All right. I swing open the curtain. Mm. And bring the hammer down. <laughs> right? Is that advantage? Make a stealth check, Bobby. We'll see if you were able to be stealthy yeah. enough. It's my sick. amazing deck. Oh, no. Nope. so sexy. Whoops. Yeah, the plate armor gives you disadvantage on stealth checks. So the, <laughs> the, the Will-O-Wisp hears you as you begin to move into position because of your loud-ass armor. So no advantage yeah. on this attack. But I make it. sure that it fucking hears me. I'm, 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 out. I'm gonna fuck it up. That's disadvantage though. Let's go. Oh yeah. damn. Okay, that Fuck is you, a hit. piece of shit. You better you didn't you heard me coming for a reason. Alright, so your attack is definitely a hit. However, this thing is resistant to thunder damage, so What? Did it seem to uh, like that though? It did not. Did not like Okay, it. good. Then I'm gonna do it again. Okay. And a twelfth oh. <laughs> God, it's that day. This is our day. Fucking rolling rocks over here. This will-o'-wisp is almost dead. You see it, the light animating it is flickering almost to nothingness. Anything else to Bobby? Did it seem to like that one? It liked it even less. Okay, great. I'm gonna get some temp hit points done. Okay. <laughs> Coslo. All right, I'm uh, casting Shillelagh on my staff uh, here. Sure what that was and then moving 5 10 15 20 25 30 moving right there i was back the will-o'-wisp with my shillelagh okay. i thought you were a pair i i didn't because i i had to wait until my turn to do it so not doing it well good thing you didn't do it because you didn't need to do it right the, whack the wisp the uh shillelagh is a miss unfortunately ah oh of course it is okay. all right so then uh huh, yeah Cut the hammer time, time for action. Be dead if it hits me, so I'd better, better do something about that. Can I do a wild shape as a bonus action? I'm just looking that up now. I think you just uh, use your bonus, bonus action. action. Yep. Yeah. You were okay. as you were murmuring. Oh, right, Nathan, to, uh, Shillelagh, you, yeah. you sounded like Jeff Goldblum as you were murmuring there. <laughs> ah yes. Ah, as my new character, Elf Goldblum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
All right, uh, the ritual continues, and the hand, the dancing hand, is rocked again by damage. So I need you to make a constitution saving throw there, Dion. We're doing good one, dancing item. Dance away from the motherfucker! That's not good. Oh, man. Yeah, you, uh -oh. s you see more cracks appearing in your dancing item. You're not sure how much longer it can hold that sword up against the helm. Then it is the Will-O-Wisp's turn, and it will continue to try to break this ritual. It attempts to shock the dancing item. Oh, that's a hit. Five lightning damage. Yikes. Wait, was something else is also attacking it? Yeah, there, apparently there is some sort of evil force that is just rippling through perhaps the connection between the helm and the sword okay. is just being transferred directly into whoever's holding the uh, sword against the helm, which is this dancing item. All right, so it's not resistant or immune to lightning damage, so it takes all of that damage. How much damage has it taken in totality? It is down to 12 hit points. Okay, I'll update that on D and D and Beyond. Damn. Uh, yes. How long did she take? Say this would take. It will take thirty seconds, which is five rounds. This is the beginning of round two. Okay. Might right. make a new sword. Club jig. I guess we all have to be prepared to jump on that sword if we have to, right? Yes. Well, that's what I'm down here for. Apparently, if, if, if the uh, sword leaves contact with the helmet, it will end the ritual. I will shoot at the Will-O-Wisp. Alrighty, no problem. Mm, oh, you bastard. <laughs> okay, well, that shot is enough to send this Will-O-Wisp back to whatever plane it came from. Thought it would be much harder. Um, okay, and, uh, hmm, yeah, I guess, I guess that's all I can do right now. Alrighty. I will say, oh my gosh, it's lucky that it wasn't Coslo holding that sword, <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, that would, that would have been bad. Race, your turn. There don't appear like to be any true. enemies anymore, so. That's true. Should I, I think I might just go hold the sword, because I'm so you know, sturdy and durable. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could make another dancing item to immediately replace it, and then that way I don't have to take damage. It's a level three spell slot. Who the fuck cares, though? Race the roast a man. Okay, I'm gonna play my pipes. Do -do 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 -do. I make myself a new hand that's bigger and blacker than the hand before it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so you make a new object, but it's not animated yet, correct? Correct, yeah. Okay. And the next turn, you could animate it with the third level spell slot. All right, then it goes to the Bobby. Right, so uh, is the hand thing pretty much under control? Or the sword? Yes, hand. For the moment. So what has happened is race has created a new hand. However, it will be another round before he's able to animate said hand okay and the, so where's the sword the sword is currently being held in the hand that is animated but still there. still being held has 12 hit points left yes 
Right, okay, but there's nothing attacking it. But, but it could take damage. Yeah, it'll take damage from that and other... the helmet keeps sword. attacking it because of will will Can I assist the hand in holding the sword and sort of back it up in case it, you know, takes damage and dies? I'm going to go ahead and say that it would be too risky for you to attempt to, like, wait to see what happens to the hand and then grab the sword because there is a chance that if the, if the hand were suddenly to die that the sword would lose contact with the helmet and it has to be touching it all the time. So I guess I would say if you want to risk waiting to see what happens to the hand, it will require you to make a dexterity saving throw in order to like react fast enough in order to grab the sword before it leaves contact with the helmet. Your other option is to just take the sword from the hand and hold it yourself, but then you will be the one who starts taking the damage. Yeah. How much damage was it taken? The uh, damage. It's taking damage. damage. It went from forty to twelve in two rounds, and oh, only wow. five of that came from the Will O' Wisp. It, I think it could be killed this round, possibly. It definitely yeah. could. Yeah, yeah let's not risk it. I'll grab the sword and, and do it. All right, the dancing item, and you kind of like momentarily sort of struggle with it, and then Race just says, "It's okay, let it go." And the wait, it's it, to rail, wait a minute. What kind of saves are my, or is the person holding the sword making? Well, that's quite a meta question right there. <laughs> so we don't like I, I like we I can't tell right like my I, my character can't really tell. Yeah, do you, I mean you want to make a guess? It's it seems like it's just you know hurting like from the inside out. It doesn't seem to be affecting a brain. So make with that do do with that information what you will. Okay, uh, I'm gonna hold off on casting a spell on myself. Then I'll just I'll just grab it, hold it, suck it. Yeah, just suck it. Just... <laughs> All right, Coslo, your turn. Do I think that if I turned into a giant spider and used my web, I could adhere the sword to the helm? You don't know what what could happen because that web could potentially take the damage. But you think that you think that it would work theoretically? Yeah. Okay. It kind of depends on the type of damage that is that is occurring. You know, right. I'll, I'll let you know. All right, I'm <laughs> going to I'm going to move then back here. Sure. And I'm just gonna hang out. I'm not gonna do anything yet. All right. Globjack. Oh wait, this is a new round. The end of Coslo's turn. So currently it is Debobby holding the sword. So Debobby, I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. All right. Oh, easy peasy. Oh, yeah. wow. Nice roll. Oh, crap. Now I have to look at what happens when you pass. Uh, <laughs> Didn't expect us to, huh? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Well, you still take half damage. I think. Wait, no. Damn. I was looking at the wrong thing. I was looking at the wrong thing. Oh, you take no damage. Wow. Okay, cool. Love it. <laughs> Hey guys, this is no problem. I don't know what the big deal was. <laughs> Just a little vibration. I don't even feel anything. <laughs> All right, now it is Globjackster. All right. I am going to take my grappling hook and rope. I'm going to take the grappling hook and like attach the the sword onto the helmet, like and and try to wedge it so that it stays on. And then I'm going to wrap all the rest of the rope around his body. <laughs> like around the sword and his body and knot it at the end. All right. So you you 
you do you drop down to the ground um, I'm already on the ground. you're already on the ground okay yep. so you run over you i'm assuming drop your weapons because it's going to take two hands to do this yeah sure drop your weapons draw or pull out your grappling hook with the rope and then you begin to start wrapping it around hopefully tying the sword to the helm okay then i'm gonna need you to make a i don't know uh be good good check for that it seems like it's dexterity based yeah dexterity check all righty all right you seem like you got a pretty good hold on that helm you think that the rope uh, tying the sword to the helm would hold pretty tightly race your turn i'm just gonna smoke my pipe and watch him fall okay Uh, then it goes to the Bobby. I'm climbing up to the top of the statue too. Okay. Is the uh, shield all webbed up now? Not the shield, the sword. The sword is currently being held by a rope, which has been kind of tying it to the helmet. Okay. I'm just going to serve as a backup then and be ready to grab it if the uh, web like dis- dissolves or anything. Sure. So you let go of the sword, but you're readying to try and grab it if something bad yeah. happens. Okay. Just like my hands are like right there. Coslo. Oh, me again? Okay. Yep. But right after you, okay. that's when the bad things happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm going to turn into uh, a brown bear. Turn into a brown bear. Get those sweet brown bear hit points that I might need <laughs> any minute. All right. Anything else? No. Okay, so the rope that is tied around the helm takes a bunch of damage and is absolutely destroyed and shredded. The sword begins to fall, and the Bobby needs to grab it before. And like I said, you have to make a dexterity saving throw in order to catch it in time. Otherwise, this whole ritual is shot. Uh oh. Yep. Should have just kept my hands on it. Why did I, <laughs> I do don't this? Know why. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't the rest of my hand hand still on it also? No. The only person holding it was Dababi, and then Uh, you wrapped it in rope, and then he let go. I should have said, rope doesn't take much damage. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought having my hands, like, right next to the sword would be enough, but I guess it wasn't. I I told you guys, if you wanted to risk not holding onto the sword, you were going to have to make a dexterity saving throw. I literally said it when you guys were originally discussing this. All right, so an eight, unfortunately, is not good enough. Oh, no. So the ritual ends abruptly. And, you know, it's it's weird because it doesn't say what happens if the characters fail and this happens. If the ritual gets disrupted. I would just not tell you. <laughs> I know. it's like It just assumes that it will work. Well, we can jump ahead to that. That it just works. <laughs> well. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine spending another 30 minutes wrapping shit around the sword and trying to get it to fucking stay there again. <laughs> Two more zip lines and we'll be ready. <laughs> exactly. Oh boy, gosh, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna need a few minutes to think about this because I didn't really consider the fact that this might this ritual might I would fail. Let it go. Yeah, that somebody I would need... let go, especially you know. <laughs> You guys have healing spells. You could have just healed. 
<laughs> we were so scared for two weeks. Well, I wasn't. Yeah. I don't know why he was wrapping webbing around if it wasn't gonna like do something. I didn't realize it would just dissolve instantly. I, I was getting high in the bag. You can't blame me. <sighs> the DC's also bear. only ten. I'm a bear. We basically, we basically critically succeeded at a, a massively hard battle and now <laughs> failed. Can't hold a fucking that. sword up. <laughs> That's the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade right there, baby. Failing oh, upwards. I think a nasty yeah. demon showing up should be great. So you guys have let's, to start the ritual fight, over again. Let's fight Orcus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me pull up a really cool, like, nasty demon that's that's level-appropriate challenge for you guys. And then you have to continue the ritual again. So, what's a, what's a cool demon? Merilith. Oh, dude. <laughs> no. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, those things are like child rated like 14 or something crazy. How about a rock? A rock? Mm, maybe. How about Asmodeus's cousin? <laughs> you guys are level six. So, yeah, rock is challenge rating six. That could be good. Or Kazmi. Let's take a look at what my favorite between those guys are so rock is and th th both of these would be good because to bobby your your little hut would help against both of them because they're both flyers yeah all right oh gosh oh gosh no rock would be terrible oh man i think i'm gonna go with the casmi demon because the rock has a shout that can stun everyone within 20 feet which would also just interrupt the ritual if furia failed her save so oh boy. that would just be really unfortunate chasma demon oh my god this thing can make things fall unconscious <laughs> oh both of these things are terrible oh awful jeez oh tanarok's pretty cool oh yes thank you for listening to rated rpg baldur's gate descent into avernus Subscribe to Rated RPG wherever you get your podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. Many thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to join them, the address is patreon.com slash Rated RPG. Follow us on Twitter at Rated RPG Podcast. And for Rated RPG live streams, check out twitch.tv slash Game Society Pimps. On behalf of everyone at the gaming table, thank you for listening to the Rated RPG Podcast.